when you approach a conference, you can make of it whatever you want. So if you're, it's not, if you're not a conference person, you really can kind of ease into it. You don't have to go to all the parties. You don't have to do all the networking sessions. You can just go and sit into the, uh, into the sessions or panels that you're interested in and then just casually ease into it by meeting the people sitting next to you. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. My guest today is Danny Matthews, a.k.a. Dan Franks. And Dan, we're in a, uh, a large room with a lot of people, so people might hear some background in this uh, audio recording. It's Tell my them, favorite kind of uh, room are the large ones with lots of people in them. High ceilings. Yeah, lots of pipe Basically perfect for recording a podcast. A giant <laughs> room with high ceilings and lots of people talking. Well, why is there a sea of people amongst us, Dan? Uh, we're at one of the premier events in the uh, media world, so to speak, FinCon, yes. FinConExpo.com, and FinCon 2017 in my hometown of Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas at the Sheridan. And uh, so far, so good? Yeah, so far, so good. We've attended some great sessions here at FinCon. We've met some great exhibitors, but most importantly, we've met a lot of amazing people here. 1,600 or so attendees here this week, and we've met... Only probably a few of those 1,600. That's true. So one story that happened uh, as we were en route to FinCon is we saw a sea of, another sea of kids around a building, like multiple blocks. And Dan, that's when we first learned about a certain music artist that we had never heard of. That's true. There was a, a line wrapped around and around a building in downtown Dallas. <laughs> and you and I just kept driving and this line just kept going. And we were kept asking ourselves, what in the world is this? Come to yes. find out it was a rock concert of sorts, maybe? Yeah, I think that's right. And I'd never heard of the artist. Uh, yeah. Do you remember the name of this artist? This artist was a white guy that had dreads and tattoos. And he sang kind of reggae rock music. Yeah. And I don't remember his name. <laughs> Post Malone was his Post name. Post Malone. Jared. That's right. Post You're, Malone. Uh, you, you got a good night of sleep. I thought maybe your memory would be better than this. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I had a moment. I forgot. But, but no, it was, a, it was a sold out venue called the Bomb Factory in Dallas. And neither you nor I had heard of this person. It really no. made me feel old. Combined with the fact that most of the people in line were high school ages at best. But yeah, that, that massive group of people made us wonder, hey, what's going on here? Much like the massive group of people here at the Sheraton in Dallas would make outsiders wonder what the heck's going on down there. And it is FinCon 2018 on level one of the Sheraton. Yeah. I mean, this event is one that that you appreciate. It's certainly one that I appreciate. What is it that you like about FinCon, Dan? Well, first of all, I like the people. I mean, the cool thing for us is a lot of the attendees here have also been attendees at Podcast Movement. That's true. So we see a lot of kind of old faces and old friends that we recognize from Podcast Movement. But a lot of new people as well. And I think that's the coolest thing that we experienced at Podcast Movement this past year and that we're seeing uh, experience here as well is when they asked the room at the opening keynote yesterday who here is here for the first time at a FinCon. The majority of the room raised their hand, I would say, probably 60 to 70% of people raised their hand. And this is the seventh annual FinCon. And to see that many new people coming into the space, a lot of them podcasters, a lot of them bloggers, a lot of them looking to get into the two. It's just a really neat kind of uh, sign of the times for the space. True. Make no mistake, though. I mean, there's a lot of carryover from the previous events, too, because I'm running into them left and right. 
So it's it is a nice mix. Of- well, and that's one of the cool things about going to live events, and and especially if you're going to the same event every year, year after year, is you do develop relationships, you do make new friends, and for the most part, those are the people that you only see them that one time a year at that yeah. event. So really, the coolest thing about FinCon that I've noticed and podcast movement has started to become the same way is it's almost some form of I would say like a family reunion or an annual retreat for a lot of these people in that. You know, the sessions are great. Meeting the new exhibitors are both are great things. But ultimately, you're seeing those same friends year after year and catching up and learning what's new with them and finding out what they've done with their business to grow it in the past year. And it's a cool environment. We went to a fun party last night hosted by Ally Bank and FinCon. Oh, man. It was a it was a great party, great music. But we had great conversations that four hours flew by just because we kept running into people that we hadn't seen yet at the event old friends, new friends alike. And it was uh, really cool. And I think demonstrated the power and the value of live events. Hey, real quick, Dan, tell us about the Rustic, because that's where they had that venue. Uh, that was a party. It was, yeah, it was, it was an amazing place. It was quite the party. Yeah. And it was funny because when we first got off the bus at this place and kind of it's like a big tin wall really is right. what you approach. And the funny thing was, you know, there's a bunch of benches when we first got off the bus and, you know, they had a grill and a bar there on the outside of the venue. And a lot of people just started hanging out out there because it was quiet. Uh, and people thought that was the venue itself. And they they're like, oh, boring. you know, there's a few people here. But in reality, <laughs> you go into the venue. <laughs> the, the, the venue had an inside. Imagine that. And inside, it was just amazing. It was a lot of hangout space, but a giant stage uh, with a really great cover band playing all the hits of, oh, yeah. of today and yesterday. And the food was great. We had some tacos. A taco bar. We had a, a taco bars. Uh, a bunch of them. They were spread out all over, so there was never a long wait. Uh, we got two drink tickets, plus some very friendly friends gave us additional some drink additional tickets. Some additional drink tickets, yes. Um, Which we yeah, may or may not have used. May or may not have used. And Jared may or may not have stolen a water. <laughs> um, but no, the party itself, we'll leave Jared as the, uh, as the person that steals waters. But no, it was a, it was a really fun party. It was a great venue. And, you know, it's, it's the essence that you wanted a party. There was the quiet spaces if you just wanted to talk and hang out with people. There was the, what turned into a dance floor in front of the stage. Jared, when, when Genuine's Hit My Pony came on, That's right. uh, the dancing began. It did begin. Uh, so much so that people we were talking to completely just left us high and dry because that was their jam. Well, that might have been because they saw you steal that water and they didn't want to be guilty by association. No, the, wa- the water was about two hours later, so <laughs> <All right. laughs> nice try. And I didn't steal it. It was given to me. So let the record reflect that. Can always count on you, Dan. Dan, there was a funny story that happened two nights ago where we invited impromptu style. I uh, just invited some people to come over, have some dinner, get some hang time. And long story short, we show up at the location that we've promoted for a couple hours. Come here, hang out with us. And then what happened, Dan? Well, yeah. So I think you undersold the preparation we put into this a little bit. Yeah, I did. Because... You and I, it was about, uh, we had got into the venue. There wasn't a whole lot going on that first day. It was about two o'clock and we said, well, there's no events going on tonight. Let's throw our own event as we will do. And you said, we're in Texas. A lot of people are from out of town. We need to find a good Mexican place and let's just pick a place and tell people that that's where we're going if they want to join us. So that's what we decided to do. And we looked out our hotel room window and there was a place named Senor Bean, which <laughs> yes. was an awesome name. It is an awesome uh, it's name. It's right next door. We saw it out of the hotel room window, and we thought, you know what? Senor Bean is where the party's going to be tonight. So we thought we were, had this great, unique idea. We thought we were going to be the center of the party, and we started posting on the mobile app for FinCon, 
We started posting in the Facebook group for FinCon. We started posting on Twitter with the FinCon hashtag to make sure that everybody knew that we were going to Senor Bean at 7 p.m. and everybody should join us. And they tried, Jared. Everyone tried. We got a great crowd of people. I would say probably 25 or so people decided that they were going to come join us for this impromptu dinner. Unfortunately, Jared, when we showed up to Senor Bean at 7, not only were there no seats, but we were greeted at the door by the owner of the establishment of said Senor Bean, who proceeded to tell us that it was an extra busy day. Therefore... There was no more food left. They literally had no food, Dan. No food left. No chips. No no, no margaritas. No nothing. no uh, hot sauce. No picante. No enchiladas. <laughs> I've never had that happen to me. No quesadillas. <laughs> no chili rellenos. They didn't have it. It was just it not there. It wasn't available. It was not there. So it just wasn't. Uh, what, we, yeah, we, we didn't you know, have that option. We had two options, Jared. We were faced with adversity, and this <laughs> is something we talk about quite often. When you're yes. faced with adversity. We had the option to give up and tell everyone we're headed back to the hotel. You're on your own. But no, we chose not to do that. We pivoted. We pivoted. Literally, we pivoted about 180 degrees. Or no, call it 45 degrees and headed around the corner to a place called Carmine's Pizzeria. This is true. Who also was not prepared for, <laughs> for a large group of, in, of people. But uh, they did embrace us to a degree. They, well, let's, we'll put it this way. They had enough food, which can't be said for every <laughs> establishment downtown. They had they enough food to feed us. Slowly but surely, we all got some pizza, New York style pizza. Well, everybody more slowly enjo- than surely, but yes, <laughs> everybody enjoyed it except for our uh, our New York our New York locals who also oh, joined us. They who they judged the pizza harshly. Judged the piece of the New York yep. style pizza, but otherwise, Jared, I think all was well that ended well. No Senor Bean, but Senor Carmines was a good alternative. Senor Carmines saved the day. And uh, yeah, that was a fun story from this event. Um, who are some people that you've met that maybe you had a, a reasonable conversation with, Dan? You know what? A lot of, and I did say that the people that we ran into were, were cool. Um, we got to catch up with a lot of old friends, but I've actually enjoyed catching up with some of these exhibitors who maybe you or I had talked about or heard about, but not had the opportunity to learn you know, in depth about. And the two that stand out to me are Teachable and ConvertKit. So these are two service providers for people that are doing online business type things. Teachable has a platform for online courses and online videos where you can sell or give away free products. And uh, that's something you and I had been talking about doing with some of the things that we've, we have recorded or we have available. And so we got to talk to the Teachable platform about some options that we could integrate that into what we are doing. Which sounds really cool, by the way. Which sounds really cool. It's got us excited, got us interested in exploring that further. And then the team at ConvertKit, huge. I mean, we it's public knowledge. This is a company that within the past few years has gone from, you know, a $0 idea to now they're doing $10 million of revenue a year. Unbelievable. I mean, it's a very admirable company. And we yeah. had about a 30 or 40 minute conversation with the founder, Nathan Berry, yesterday. Who, I'll say this with great humility, he came to us. He came to us. He yeah. sought us out, which was really awesome because we had stopped by their booth and talked to their community manager yep. and some of the Barrett. folks at their booth with Barrett. Yep. And it was a great conversation that had us interested. And then unrelated to that, yeah, we talked to Nathan, who founded the company, who I got to say, it, it's, I can appreciate him and his attitude and his excitement for what they're doing. Because a lot of times, if you start a company, you live it and breathe it and you're burnt out by it. And the last thing you want to do in your free time, your off time, is uh, you know talk about the company more. But hey, you could sense his passion and his excitement for the company. And I think that speaks volumes because ConvertKit has really been every 
few months, I see news coming out about a new feature or a new product or a new service they're adding for their existing customers, as well as things to bring in new customers, which I think is really cool because, you know, there's a lot of these platforms which kind of have their tried and true methods and they stick to them and it's their way or the highway. But ConvertKit is obviously listening to customer feedback, doing things that, you know, are being asked of them and also innovating new things. And I, I guess I should have I should have stated they're an email marketing tool or if you send out email newsletters or email communications to your email list, that's what their specialty is. And it's just really cool to see some of the new things and the innovations they're making to this space. It's been around and kind of been the same for a while. So to me, that was the coolest. Those are the two cool conversations I had. What about you? I've asked you every day who the most interesting person you met is. You've met so many interesting people that you're having a hard time each day identifying it. But now you're on the mic. Who are the most interesting people you've run into? Well, uh, I'm going to start with friends that we already know. So we've had a chance to visit with the Paychecks and Balance guys. Uh, Rich and Marcus. Yeah, Rich and Marcus, which they're always fun to hang out with. I really appreciate what they're doing. I think they're doing a great job. Last night, we got to speak with Letitia Stiles and her husband, Romeo. And uh, Letitia's doing big things. Really have a lot of respect for her. Uh, We got to meet uh, Nicole. uh, What's Nicole's last name? My mind shot a blank. Uh, The speaker, keynote speaker. Oh, Nicole Walters. Nicole Walters. Nicole Walters. Got to visit with her for a little bit last night at a mixer. And uh, Nicole does rich friends and stuff. And yeah, just phenomenal what she's up to. Uh, so those are a few that stand out. And of course, you know, our friends like Dr. Ryan Gray, who has been <laughs> supportive of podcast movement. I think we can say that. Yeah, we saw Team him in PM a, from day one. We saw a t-shirt. He was wearing a podcast movement t-shirt. So That's thank a you. cool thing. We saw, we've seen a lot of podcast movement t-shirts walking around. Oh, yeah. Our friend, our good friend, <laughs> who uh, Josh, Josh Brown, got to hang out with Josh Brown from Franchise Euphoria and In Roger Franchise Law. Yeah, Roger Whitney and Jessica Garbarino from Every Single Dollar. She's fun. She's hilarious. But yeah, there, there's a whole list of people that I've enjoyed spending time. I've met some new friends. A gentleman named Gavin I met yesterday from Australia that I enjoyed chatting with, and Gary um, Leland from Crypto Cousins. Uh, he's, made a few, <laughs> he's made a few brief appearances. Uh, Gary, Gary is interesting because he's found a way to only show up to the parties where the alcohol is being That's served. true, and, and um, he has certainly done that. Yeah, I, I keep looking for him in the sessions, wondering, <laughs> you know, I wonder what session Gary's going to the, at this time, and uh, the <laughs> yeah. answer is wherever the party's at. Yeah, I don't think Gary's going to sessions. I, I think he's, that might not be what his need is for this event. Well, <laughs> some of us need to learn, some of us need to meet people, and some of us, I guess, need to party. And Gary Leland is nothing if not a partier. But we do like Gary Leland. I want people to know that. Let the record reflect. <laughs> Let the record reflect. All right. So, uh, Dan, as we start to close out here, I'd love some parting words of wisdom for those that may be attending events uh, here in the next several months. What would you say is uh, some good strategy going into an event? Yeah. So maybe the best strategy and the best you know way to approach it if you are headed to an event, whether it's FinCon or Podcast Movement or any of the other awesome events that are out there that are relevant to you and what you do. I had a mentoring session with a gentleman this morning. Something FinCon does that's pretty cool. A is forced they, mentoring session. Well, something that FinCon does uh, that people like is they have mentor relationships. They match up. So you can sign up to be a mentor or a mentee. And then the FinCon team matches you up with each other when they think they can prov- you can provide value to each other. And I had my uh, mentor-mentee session with a really cool guy, uh, Jonathan, this morning, who's a... He does outsource CFO work, which uh, would be super interesting to a lot of the people at FinCon, maybe not as many people listening here. But what he told me was, you know, I'm not really a conference guy, so it's super overwhelming and super intimidating to be here. 
And I think it's good to know that when you approach a conference, you can make of it whatever you want. So if you're, it's not, if you're not a conference person, you really can kind of ease into it. You don't have to go to all the parties. You don't have to do all the networking sessions. You can just go and sit into the, uh, into the sessions or panels that you're interested in and then just casually ease into it by meeting the people sitting next to you or if you're sitting down at lunch, joining in the conversation. So it can be intimidating when you look at the schedule and see it's back to back to back parties, networking events, sessions, parties, networking events, sessions. And if you just say, oh, I don't want to go to a conference because look at everything that's going on. That's intimidating. It's overwhelming. You know, know that at any point in time, you can retreat to your hotel room. You can take a nap. Jared is one. That's when your specialty is, is taking a nap when you uh, feel a little overwhelmed. If, if you need a nap, um, go ahead. And I think that's the biggest thing is a lot of people say, oh, I'm not a conference type or you know, conferences are overwhelming to me. And I really just like to emphasize that there's so many different things that happen at events like this, that they really, it's almost a choose your own adventure. You can pick what pieces you are, you know, are relevant to you and what you feel comfortable doing. And then maybe you're more of a conference guy than you think, guy or gal than you think. Yeah. What about you? I think at a bare minimum, yeah, don't be shy to say hello and ask people what, what they're up to and might be surprised who you meet. Like you could end up meeting Melissa who paid off $40,000 in debt to go basically travel around and go to Elton John concerts. <laughs> or you could meet someone like Gary Leland, who had $384,000 embezzled from him by a trusted employee. I mean, there's all kinds of really interesting stories. I may or may not have met a bull rider at this event. So yeah, you just don't know who you're going to meet. Dan. You know what? The bull riders are the best kind of riders. That's what I've been told. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I feel like my pony is playing and it's time to go. Yep, my pony. It's, it's the, exit, the exit theme for every Starve the Doubts episode I, from all the ones I've heard. Well, it will be for this one. Dan, thank you as always. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, Jared.